everyone, I'm Alex. And I'm Courtney, and this is Nerds at Odds. Your weekly podcast about everything in nerd culture and beyond. And today, we're going to be doing an introduction episode. We're going to go over what we've been playing, reading, and watching, and some news items. And the topic of the show is going to be some getting to know us, nerdy first date types of questions. So we're going to go ahead and get on into it. Earlier today, we actually just played the Marvel Villainous board game. Yeah, it was a, it was pretty fun. Um, you can play as multiple characters. Killmonger. Killmonger. Yeah. Taskmaster, Killmonger, Hela, Thanos, and Ultron. And Ultron. We only played as Killmonger. Yeah, and, and Taskmaster. Yeah, I played as Taskmaster. I play as Killmonger because, you know, Michael B. Jordan. And... It's, it's a problem in the relationship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's pretty fun. A little confusing if you've played the original Villainous board game with the Disney characters. Because there's some rule changes. And you can play things. Like, you can play allies that you have on other people's domains, as they call it. Yeah, and there's, like, new event calls that everybody can interact with. And if you play Thanos, which we haven't done. But if you play Thanos, he has these Infinity Stone cards that affect everybody on the board so it seems like a more complicated version of the base disney villainous game which i'm not sure if you're going to be able to like convince your younger children who like mcu well i i don't think the original villainous game is for like children mm. you know per se it's also complicated i think these are more uh, not adult but at least 13 and up games where you can focus on multiple things at once i really enjoyed it i like to play more of it i just feel like i wouldn't buy this if you're trying to get like your eight to ten year old maybe even 12 and under any of those kids probably are not going to understand this game fully but you and your adult friends who like the mcu i really enjoyed it yeah it was pretty fun it'd be interesting to play with more people than just two but due to quarantine yeah a little bit more difficult who would you who do you want to play as next I think I'd like to try Ultron next because Killmonger has like multiple steps and you know, Ultron has multiple steps. So I think I think Ultron would be I think I'll go as Thanos next and just complicate the entire matter. <laughs> we're gonna push we're gonna push this game out to two, three hours around. <laughs> just um, you looking in the instruction book. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of reading the instruction book your first time through, but we can get through it. Also speaking about Marvel I played the Avengers beta last weekend on the PS4. It's okay. Courtney watched me play it some. I don't know if you had any impressions just watching it. I thought the story was interesting, but it's not the kind of game I would play. You know, it just it seems like a kind of a beat-em-up, and that's not my favorite. It seems like a middle-of-the-road type of game. It wants to be this linear story game, but it also wants to be this destiny type loot grinding game and i think the linear story part of it is interesting the reassembling the avengers and playing as each of them but i feel like the loot type of the game you know you're trying to grind this loot out with your friends that seems to be lacking because at least from the beta i only have the impression that you're going to be running these missions over and over with your friends to grind loot there needs to be some type of like dungeon system or something along those lines so it's more replayable i feel like it's lacking some of that at least from the beta some controversy 
surrounding it is the Spider-Man being exclusive just to PlayStation, which they announced is only for the first six months, apparently. So, so why even do it in the first place? I mean, I feel like Sony owns Spider-Man, and by six months, I feel like this game is going to be like, either you own it or you don't. But so. it's a it's an Avengers game. I mean, like, they already have their Spider-Man Sony game, which is really good, and they're going to make another one, I assume. But if you're having an Avengers game, you need to have all the Avengers that at least people care about, like Spider-Man. I think it's less egregious than some of the other things Square Enix is doing, like giving suits to each Avenger out if you have Verizon Wireless, or if you have AT&T, or if you have an Intel processor in your computer. These well, things that, are... That's all, that's all, like, nonsense. They're just trying to make money. But... I mean, it's it's like, oh, I have AT and T, but I really like the Verizon costume. It's like, whatever. Just there's someone out there that's that's upset about that. They some, they love red and AT and T's blue. And well, I'm sure there's a different red suit for them. I bet you Square Enix will sell you a red suit for a couple, sure, a couple dollars. I'm sure they will. I mean, Square Enix has some great games, but you know, all all of them are all the the gaming people are looking for money right now. So, <laughs> so Courtney, what have you been playing recently? So I have been playing Story of Seasons: Friends of Mineral Town. I guess it's a re-release of an old Game Boy Advance game or Game Boy Color game, and it's it's pretty fun. Stardew Valley was based off of it, and Stardew Valley is one of my favorite games. I haven't beat it yet. It's kind of a hard game to beat, in a way. If, I don't know if these types of games are beatable, per se. That's either. why it's hard to beat. <laughs> I have my own objective, which is date everyone as much as I can, and then marry one person. You know, guys, I don't know if Courtney enjoys playing these games to date the people solely, or she likes playing these games to date the people and then show me all the people she's dating one by one. And just I'm sitting here, and uh, I'm just like, you know, we're engaged to be married, but she's like, look at these 14 men and women I am dating in this single farming game, and it's just, it hurts, it hurts, you know? No, come on, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to marry the one that's most like you. That's, yeah. And, you know, I do the same thing, I did the same thing in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I, I Every opportunity, I slept with someone. For those of you who don't know, since this is our first episode, Courtney loves these farming games. She's played Stardew Valley... The Story of Seasons game, My Time at Porsche, Harvest Moons, just an assorted amount of these games. And yes. what 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 about them makes you drawn towards them? Because they all seem to be about the same premise. I played a lot of Farmville um, on Facebook when I was younger. I also like Animal Crossing, you know. I just like games that don't really have an end. You can just build up until you like feel like you've done enough and then you can just be like i'm done i feel maybe maybe that's the same draw that one of these games like the marvel avengers game is supposed to have or destiny you don't there's no real end you just keep building up until you're like i'm done with this game and you walk away because i feel like you're 150 hours into animal crossing and you're probably closing on 100 story a season so i can't i don't remember how much i've done in uh stardew but i've uh the amount of People I've watched play Stardew, and the amount of time I have personally played Stardew, I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's, 
It might be a problem, some might say. You think? No, it's not a problem. <laughs> not I, a problem. Can, I can stop whenever I want quit to. whenever you want to. Okay, okay. <laughs> you can quit that save and start a new one and, and date someone else. Yes, that's that's what you mean. You've been reading some some books recently. What's what's one of the best ones you? Um, right now, uh, I've been reading Not Even Bones, which is this book about, uh, a, they're like in this world, it's, there's America and all these other places, but there's these like a naturals, and they have, some of them have abilities, some of them just look like normal people, but there's vampires and unicorns and zanies and all these other things, and she has the ability to heal herself. But she gets sold or taken captive by these people who are trying to sell off her body parts. Um, it's, it's very morbid. It it's, sounds it's, like it's very morbid, but it's also interesting. Is is this is this the first book? Because I know this is a series. This is the first book. I think there's three books. What's the um, series called? I don't know what the series don't is know. called. I have been. It, I got started on it by reading the webtoon. Not even Bones, which is basically the novel, but they did it like kind of like a graphic novel version of it. It's pretty good. I read a lot of webtoons. Yeah, that that's an app for those of you who don't know, and it will steal the life away from your loved ones with with no, cute web. It's it's free, which is really nice. I didn't believe it at first. I was like, what what's the catch here? But there's there's not really that much. I mean, I have. Catch. I guess I guess we're gonna. Go ahead and sponsor Webtoons. Webtoons, if you're listening, you should just send some money away. Uh, I have the app as well. There's some interesting, funny ones. They're short, like Adventures of God is funny. And those are the ones I read personally, just the short, you know, one or two panel comedy ones. But I do like the romance ones, but there's also, like, there's one about Arabian Nights, you know. There's the... Uh, there's not even bones. Like, there's no romance in that one. And on my end... I'm getting my master's degree in history, so all I do is read stuff for my thesis, so that's not really exciting. So maybe I'll pick up a book for enjoyment one of these days, maybe in the next 15 years or so. <laughs> so if you want to check back in on episode 750, you'll see what I'm reading for joy then. And we've been watching some stuff recently. Do you have anything else to say about no. books for us? No? no? Okay, so we've been watching stuff. We've been watching Gravity Falls on Disney+. Plus. This animated show has got only two seasons, which is a shame. About these two kids live in this strange town of Gravity Falls. I really well, they don't it. live there. They're just visiting their great uncle. Yes, their gruncle. Their gruncle. Yeah, for like the summer or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like the humor of it. It's pretty funny. And it's by the. I think it's by the same people who made Rick and Morty, or they come in every once in a while. Maybe the that, producers or something. Yeah, something it, it, along those it, lines. It seems along that type of humor. Rick and Morty, I think, seems a bit more of an adult show. Oh, it you, is. Yeah, it you is. can yeah. you can you can show Gravity Falls to your kids, and you could be safe doing that. And I would recommend it. It's also enjoyable. Like even as an adult watching it, you enjoy the jokes. And yeah. they're funny. Uh, we're, we're two twenty-four-year-olds, and we're just we're, we're binging this show. So it's enjoyable if you want to get on on it. Also, while we're watching on Disney Plus, we've been doing this Disney animated film watch through. He hadn't watched very many of any of the Disney movies. I mean, he'd seen some, but usually when he was younger, I watched, like, all of them. But it's been interesting seeing his reactions. He's been giving them letter grades. Yeah, and maybe once we're done watching through all of them, we'll actually make a list of 
which ones I liked and which ones I didn't like. That could be maybe a Patreon-exclusive episode if we ever do one of those. And if you want to support us on Patreon, real quick shout-out, because I forgot to do it at the beginning of the show. <laughs> you can go to patreon.com dash nerdsatodds, that's N-E-R-D-S-A-T-O-D-D-S, and you can get the show early, you can get it ad-free, though Courtney keeps reminding me that we don't have ads at the moment, but one day we will. And you can get for ad-free over at Patreon. You can submit your questions, comments, and concerns, and so much more. So if you want to support the show and be part of the community, make sure you go to patreon.com slash odds and check us out over there. The Disney movies, you can see what we actually think of them. There are some that I have really hated, and there are some that I have loved. There are some that he remembered enjoying and then realized they weren't as good as he remembered. A little teaser for that episode, if we ever do it. Robin Hood from like the 70s. Remember loving it. It is boring. Yeah, he doesn't like a lot of the ones where it's just like a thing happens and then it doesn't, it's not important to the story and the thing happens and it's not important to the story. <laughs> and like with Sword in the Stone. Yeah, Sword in the Stone was awful. Awful movie. But, you know, I, I really enjoy rewatching all the Disney movies and just like taking a peek over and seeing his reactions to certain things. Some of the old ones are both boring and problematic, and it's it's not great. Dumbo, boring and problematic. Yeah. So, it's it's an experience. I would recommend it if you guys have Disney+. Plus. The last thing that we have been playing, reading, or watching is this Tony Hawk's Pro Skater demo. And I put this for the last because Courtney probably has nothing to say about this. It's only the warehouse level from Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. It just doesn't seem fun to me. You're just playing the same level over and over again. And it's just, it's like, no, nothing changes. It's the same music. The music's annoying to the me. The music is great. I love Rage Against the Machine. Gorilla Radio is the song from Rage Against the Machine that's in the demo. And it's just, you know, a couple, you know, quick two-minute sesh. And you get in there, you score Chase. The game comes out September 4th, and I've already pre-ordered it. So we're going to definitely talk about this much, much more. So I hope you guys are... He's going to talk about it much more, and I'm going to just draw or knit over here. I hope you guys are pretty excited to hear about this because let me tell you it is fun to play and I cannot wait to get into it more. So that's that's my little soapbox about that. You'll hear more from me. So we're going to move on to the news portion of the show and at this portion we're just going to take some of the news stories that have been happening recently that we're excited about. This one's really my portion this week because they really only excite me so Courtney's going to tell you how lame some of this stuff is. I'm excited for, for like, maybe one or two. First off, we're going to talk about this Ghost of Tsushima Legends. It's a free DLC for Ghost of Tsushima. It comes out later this year. Like, let me tell you, Courtney, you don't know nothing about Legends, right? So let me sell you on Ghost of Tsushima Legends, okay? Ghost of Tsushima, Samurai Game, Japan, Mongol I, Invasion. I understand what the game is about. It's like a 1200. <laughs> I, I platinum it, by the way. Got the platinum in that. True PlayStation game over here. <laughs> and anyways, Legends, free DLC comes out this fall, right? Mm-hmm. Online co-op, raids, you pick a class and you develop that class. Free to anybody who owns Ghost of Tsushima. It sounds really interesting and I'm super excited to get into it. Yeah, I'm sure I'll watch somebody else play it on YouTube. Yeah, she will not She will not care what I have to say about it. But let me tell you, she will watch Achievement Hunter or Markiplier, or whoever's going to play this game, she will watch them play it. And then pretend to be annoyed at me when I talk about it. So that's <laughs> that's Ghost of Tsushima Legends. When we find out release date, I'll be sure to tell you guys on the show. And now the bigger piece of news. 
that's happening, why we record this podcast today is the DC Phantom event. And there's a couple things that have come out. The Wonder Woman 1984 trailer just launched at the time of us recording this. It shows Wonder Woman, you know, lassoing through the lightning bolts, and Chris Pine is there. They're hanging out in the 80s. And Kristen Wiig, who I like from Saturday Night Live and stuff, is Cheetah. So what do you think about Cheetah as a villain? I mean, you know, it, I think it's, I'm pretty sure she's a classic Wonder Woman villain. Yeah, but from my knowledge, I think she is like a classic um, But one. I love the first Wonder Woman movie, except for Professor Lupin showing up and clearly he was going to be the bad guy because he was the only actor that I could recognize of like, well, of, besides the good guys... <laughs> You could tell he was bad by that mustache. The mustache was not good, especially in the helmet. It's the, that was the worst. The, the movie would be much better if they, had left, if they had fully CGI'd him and left, like, his mustache out of it. It was, it was rough. I, you know, I like, I, I want to see how they, they go with this Wonder Woman movie. It's weird, because they're, like, going back in time, but not as far as the last one. No. But also, somehow, Chris Pine is well, back. Well, in the trailer, whoever... I don't think Cheetah's the main bad guy, because in the trailer, someone says, I can grant you anything. And I think Cheetah gets her powers somehow by making a deal with this person. And I think they give Wonder Woman Chris Pine back. So I don't know if he's going to be, like, a good guy or here to stay or something like that. He might be a pawn of this overarching evil dude. But the movie looks great. I love the 80s and stuff like that. So I'm going to be interested in that. Wonder Woman was great. It's probably the second best DCEU film next to Man of Steel yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, Aquaman I did not I mean it was okay but yeah. I wasn't I fell asleep trying to watch it but Holy Queen and Birds of Prey is pretty good it just yeah. came out to HBO Max if you haven't watch it if you didn't get to see it in theaters earlier this year I really liked it too next is the Gotham Knights trailer it's from Warner Brother Games I think it's their Montreal studios doing it it looks like a sequel to Batman Arkham Knight didn't really show off much. You play as his cast of characters. Batman's gone, so he plays like Nightwing, Batwoman, Red Hood, and things like this. I'm concerned it's going to be like the Marvel Avengers game, because they didn't say if it was single player or online, so I'm a little concerned about that. You looked at the trailer much. Is this something you would want I to mean, play? I mean, the trailer looks good. Like, I mean, visually, it looks interesting. I like how the characters look. But I... I'm not that big of a of a superheroes, you know. I, like I just I go to watch the movies, you know. I don't I don't care as much about the video games. I did enjoy uh, helping you with the Spider-Man game. The puzzles, yeah. I suck at puzzles. So. I'm great at puzzles. I, it's just you know I don't see any merit in buying a game just because the fandom you like is there if the game looks interesting maybe or something i would play but i'm not gonna like buy every harry potter game because i like harry potter you, you would be wise not to the movie based ones that came out around deathly hollies were awful i'm not i don't think i'm gonna get gotham knights at launch because i didn't like arkham knight too much the tank the batmobile stuff was was pretty pretty bad what else are you excited to see during this dc fandom thing we're gonna talk about the Flash movie that has Michael Keaton in it, apparently, which is um the most excited for. I want to see Michael Keaton as Batman I'll, again. I'll watch that. I mean, you know, as long as we don't get the Clooney Batman, even yeah. though I've watched that one a lot growing up. 
I think I saw it once growing up, and I'm a huge Batman fan, but even as a child, I knew that was that was not it, man. I think Poison Ivy was good in that movie. Well, Uma Thurman's great. Arnold Schwarzenegger, not, not great. I don't, I don't know, the bat nipples, the bat credit card, the goofiness, I, I can't do it. And the sad thing is, I think George Clooney could be a good Batman if it was a different movie. But Robin was cute. Yeah, but Robin's in the Val Kimmel Batman, which is a better movie, which you haven't seen, though. Is it the same movie? Yes, the huh. same. It's funny. The Jim Carrey Riddler Batman has a different Batman, but the same Robin. And it's his, and it's Bat Robin's backstory is in that movie. It makes no sense. But I like Chris O'Donnell as, as Robin. Yeah. He's pretty good. And that's about it. I mean, I'm not really big into the rest of these DC EU films. I don't care about the universe. I like Wonder Woman. I want to see any Batman stuff. I want to see Justice League, the Snyder Cut. That's what I'm excited for. I'll watch that, but mostly because of Henry Cavill. Yeah, but I'm excited to see what what's excited about... Oh, what's excited? What's going on with the Snyder Cut? Do you think it's going to be better than Justice League? I think that Snyder has every possible chance to make the original look awful. Like, he has every chance to. He saw what went wrong, what fans didn't like. So he, he could be like, oh, yeah, this was my original vision. But it wasn't, you know? And I think, you, you said he has every chance to make the original look awful. I don't think, no matter what he does, the original looks awful. I thought it was a fun movie at times. I think you liked it better than Batman v Superman, didn't you? Batman v Superman was just like, oh. Because that's not my Lex Luthor, you know? I don't care. That's not, I don't think that's anybody's Lex Luthor. He's, he wasn't enjoyable to watch i grew up watching the original superman you've never seen them i don't think. No, the only superman movie i've ever seen is man of steel i haven't even seen smallville you have to watch the originals they are a little cheesy but they're also fun i really wish tim burton got to do the justice league film he wanted to do back in the 90s nope. with with uh, michael keaton as batman and nick cage as superman no nope, i don't need that nick cage could have been the best superman there had ever been Yes? I don't know about that. He had really long hair in that picture I saw. It did not look good. Back in the 90s, Nick Cage was a good actor, though. He won an Oscar in the 90s. That was before The Wicker Man. Let's, let's just move on. Let's you, move on you, from you, DC. Okay, so so next episode's going to be Nick Cage for like two hours. No. <laughs> okay, so time for the topic of the show, which is, since this is our first episode, we're going to ask each other these nerdy first date type of questions so you all can get to know our tastes and our personalities and which one of us you like me better over the other one okay so any 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 input on that no uh, okay so <laughs> uh i think i am a very nice person but so are you this first question you're gonna know the answer to it as soon as i ask it based on that response i think so the first question babe and i uh, will go through these 10 and 11 there's 11 of them i will go through these and then you can ask me them Okay. What is your Hogwarts house? I'm a Hufflepuff. Are you embarrassed by this? No. Hufflepuffs are great. We are loyal and hardworking, which is very important. People, I, I don't like how people on YouTube and people out in the real world, if they take the Pottermore quiz, they get Hufflepuff and they're like, oh, that's upsetting. Or they're like, well, at least I'm not Hufflepuff. 
the like Hufflepuffs of Fine House. Also, my secondary house, which is like what I scored next highest on, is Ravenclaw. And then my Ilvermorny house is Thunderbird. But we don't we don't care about Ilvermorny in these parts. Well, you don't. But <laughs> let me tell you, someone who lives with a Hufflepuff, I think people in the world. The best people are probably Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, Gryffindor, and then Slytherin. I don't know if, like, the two houses you want to be Gryffindor or Slytherin are the people you want to be around. So, do, do, do you have any input on that? Do you think Hufflepuffs are the superior people? No. That's a I Hufflepuff think, answer right I don't there. think anyone's superior. Yeah, yeah. I think all of them have their, their pros and their cons, but there was never a bad wizard from Hufflepuff. Because we're all loyal and hardworking, and we care about people and animals. And Dude, real quick, do you think the badger is the best sigil for your house? I think they're hardworking. You think I, don't, I know nothing about badgers. I I think they're they're hardworking animals. All I can remember of like badgers is in Chronicles of Narnia. There's a a badger folk at some point, but I th- I think they're they're hardworking creatures. I think Slytherins they get a bad rap, but they're not bad people per se. They're cool. No. No? They just get a bad rap. They're ambitious. Some would say power-hungry. Well, most I'd say most ambitious people are power-hungry. Gryffindors are the stereotypical brave mm. people. I feel like... I feel like, But I feel like they also have pride. Yeah, if, you have to, if you have to pick these four and make them into the stereotypical high school groups, I feel like Gryffindors would be the football jocks, snooty, highfalutin kids. Mm. Slytherins are like the goth kids. Hufflepuffs are bubbly and kind of like everyone. And they're, Ravenclaws are bookworm nerds who just live in the library. Well, Ravenclaws, they're fine too. You know, I I thought Ravenclaw was going to be my house mm. when I took the quiz. Then I got Hufflepuff. It, you are a bookworm. I am a bookworm. Mm. But Hufflepuffs, I would think, would be the band people. I'm a band geek. Mm. I think they are the, the, the marching band Play people. Trumpet. They're very connected. They care about each other. Sometimes there's some drama, but mm. we all work together. You know, that's that's the Hufflepuff mentality. Well, kind of talking about classes, what class do you think you would be the best in at Hogwarts? We took took a little BuzzFeed, little BuzzFeed quiz. Which is the answer to all questions. You have a question, BuzzFeed has your answer in 10 to 12 questions. But I already had guessed this of myself, which was the Care of Magical Creatures class, because I love animals. We have a pet cat. Her name is Kita. She's you'll, adorable. You'll hear from her at the uh, end of this episode, by the way. <laughs> Stick around for that. She likes to meow. I think Care of Magical Creatures would be a lot of fun, you know? Just helping animals and, well, I guess more creatures than animals, but, you know, it would be fun. Well, aren't all creatures animals? And all animals creatures? I don't think that in Harry Potter, I think they differentiate animals and creatures what would be a creature that's not an animal like a dragon i think a dragon's an animal i don't think so you don't think so i think creature denotes magical property oh okay okay though a care of magical creatures where creatures denotes magical properties seems a bit redundant so <laughs> okay so we're moving on who's your favorite superhero i think i like thor even in the comic books and in the movies. So, so Chris Hemsworth removed, you still think Thor is your favorite superhero? Yes. Yes? Because I like the mythology. I like mm. I like Greek mythology. I like 
Viking mythology. I listen to a lot of mythology podcasts. So that's my, my shtick. Do you, do you like the MCU adaptation of him as like an alien rather than this god? I mean, I think so. I think it works better. I think it works so you're not having to be like religious. Mm. But I think it's interesting, though shouldn't people be able to get into a spaceship and fly to Asgard at that point? Just saying. But I guess it's like interdimensional stuff. I don't know. Maybe. I'm not too well versed on this, but I feel like maybe Thor isn't from our universe. Maybe he's from a separate universe as well. Because, like, no one ever, they never talk about flying to Asgard. You have to go through this wormhole thing. And it's very complicated. Yeah. Very complicated. So, what superpower would you most want? The power to talk to animals. That goes along with, with the several the, of your answers. The care of magical creatures and everything. Yeah, I just think, you know, it would be interesting to talk to animals, but also I would want to turn it off because we have loud birds in the morning. And I'm sure they'd be like, get off my lawn! You get your are. own tree! This is my seed! <laughs> okay, moving on from superheroes, what's your favorite Star Wars film? I think I like Empire Strikes Back. Not episode one? Not episode one. Not I would get rid of that one. You would personally. get rid of that one. You, you, you would execute Jar Jar. I mean, he's still in two and three. Okay. okay. Probably shouldn't be. Uh, you would lock Just him ignore away. that all. Lock him in a dungeon is what you're saying. But, you know, I think Empire Strikes Back is good because you get some interesting, like, there's some drama going on. There's some lightsaber battle yeah luke luke fights vader at the end of empire yeah and mm. you get the 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 hand getting cut mm. off which is symbolic mm. for later the luke i am your father one yeah mm. uh all good i that's that's good you don't have the ewoks you don't have the the boring first part of star wars where he's like i'm gonna go get some power converters that's how she's patient it's like whatever so so what i'm hearing and correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm not. What I'm hearing is that you like Empire because the bad guys win at the end. When you watch Star Wars, you stop watching Star Wars at the end of Empire, and that's your no. canon. No. <laughs> Sticking with Star Wars, what color lightsaber would you have? I took a BuzzFeed quiz mm -hmm. many a year ago. The theme. And it said I would have a yellow lightsaber because I'm like not with the light or the dark but i'm more of a good person than a bad person so i wouldn't have orange but one of these temp also... temple guardian types yeah and and to be fair you were very brave for sticking with the color yellow as a lightsaber because you stuck with that for years before it was cool so you're you're, you're one of the best of us i mean you know purple's interesting but that I didn't get that in that BuzzFeed quiz. Yeah, I mean, to, to get purple, you have to type in your social, and it has to be Samuel Jackson's social, and that's how you get purple. So, I mean, it's, yeah. it's almost impossible yeah. to get purple as a, as a lightsaber color. Moving on, the next one. What is your favorite game-game series of all time? I like the Legend of Zelda game series. I like the puzzles. I like the interesting story. I like how they're all interconnected. There are some stinkers, you know, like Spirit Track. Or, or Zelda's Adventures. On Zelda's Philips CSI. The CDI. CDI, yes. The CDI. CSI is a crime scene show. Mm -hmm. But I grew up with 
playing Ocarina of Time with my sister, Majora's Mask we played, we played Twilight Princess, I've played Breath of the Wild, and Link to the Past, Link Between Worlds, Link's Awakening, played all of those. Mm-hmm. I really like Breath of the Wild the best, though Twilight Princess is also what, really what, good. What would you say about Breath of the Wild makes it the best for you? I like all the puzzles, I like how it's completely open world. You can go anywhere you want, defeat whatever thing you want first. Also, it doesn't seem like Link and Zelda had a romantic attachment. He had, like, I think a crush on the the fish girl. I'm not. I'm not into Zelda games. I'm not. They're too puzzly. He's not. Me. He's not good at puzzles. I got to the the first ancient whatever in Breath of the Wild, the elephant thing. The divine beast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I dipped out right after that. I was like, I can't do this part but i cooked apples for like 20 hours and it was it was, it was good he can't he can't even play like he can't even put together a normal puzzle he gets frustrated yeah can't do it next up keeping with the video game theme what is your favorite console of all time i like the n64 oh. grew up with it also grew up with the super nintendo but was the, mostly played mega man x on that one what what console did you have first did you start off with an N64? I think it was N64 and Super Nintendo we got at the same time. At some play- time, we got a PlayStation. Mm. I remember playing, like, Pac-Man World or something <laughs> on that. It wasn't very good. I remember also playing, like, a Rugrats game on that. But the N64 had a lot of the games that I played in childhood, like Ocarina mm. of Time. We played... My sister played a lot of F-Zero. We had Star Fox 64. I played a lot of Pokemon Snap, which I'm excited for that coming out, the new Pokemon Snap. Whenever it comes out. I, we don't have a release date on that yet, huh? Yeah. No. Actually, that's a, that's a great segue. What's your favorite Pokemon? I really like Absol. I like the design. The dark type looks really cool. I like the mega evolution of it with the little wings. I caught a shiny Absol at one point. That was fun. I like Absol. She likes Absol. <laughs> what's uh? What's your favorite Pokemon game? I grew up playing Fire Red on the Game Boy. Is that is that the, that's the console it came out on, right? Yes. Okay. How um, how old were you when you first played it? Okay. I don't know. My sister got it first, and then she gave it to me when she got a different thing and i played fire red for ages and ages and ages and then i played let's go eevee you know i've 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 played the game a lot you're you're working on the the nuzlocke of fire red still yeah yes it i have not touched it in a while been been working on Uh, it since oh four my charmander's name is buko oh oh, so so i had to have started working on it after avatar came out well yes Yes, Uh, i think i started on it when I started college or around there and then I sort of fell off. Okay, okay. Tangent real quick. Avatar is on Netflix now. That You should really watch it. The animated one. Good thing we bought the DVDs. We bought the Blu-rays. Blu-ray bundle of Avatar and Korra. So. And then they both came to Netflix. Yeah, so that, that live action show is probably going to be a disaster though since the creators left. So you want to ask me questions now? I love being the, the center of attention. You, you missed a question. Oh, I missed a question. You missed a question. Oh, yes. Oh, the, the fabled number 11. Yes. What's your favorite Disney princess? My favorite Disney princess is Belle because she is, she likes to read books and she's independent and she falls in love based on her heart and not based on like, hey, he's a prince. So it's a little Stockholm syndrome there. Yeah. Before you can get past that. 
You, you always get yeah, that. There's some Stockholm Syndrome between lovers. <laughs> now it's your turn. Okay, okay. You ready? Yeah, like I said, I love being the center of attention. Okay. Okay. What is your Hogwarts house? The one, the only, the true house of wizards, Slytherin, okay? The best, most powerful wizards come from Slytherin. All the little fakes and mudbloods can be elsewhere. That is a derogatory term. Well, I am so far above the rest of the wizards that it doesn't matter to me at all. Okay. <laughs> okay. Also, I was kind of a goth kid in high school, so it, it works out. I used to well, wear, like, you, mascara and you stuff. You didn't know your Hogwarts house until I made you take the quiz. I forced you to take the quiz. Since you think you're a little Slytherin master, mm -hmm. what class do you think you would do best in at Hogwarts? I took the same BuzzFeed test as Courtney did. And I was really hoping for Defense Against the Dark Arts, because it's the coolest class. Though it, it turns out to be mostly useless in the films, despite it seeming like the class you would need to know to beat Voldemort. Because Harry only casts Expelliarmus. He doesn't need any help. From well, well, he doesn't need... I don't, think, I don't think he learns Expelliarmus from Defense Against the Dark Arts. He learns that in his dueling in the dueling club thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He doesn't need to know a single spell from Defense so the Against the Dark Arts. So the only useful spell he ever learns to, that he does to do anything... To defend himself against the Dark Arts... Is, is, a, is Expelliarmus. That he didn't learn in Defense Against the Dark Arts. But I, I really wanted to be good in that class because that seems like the class the best wizards are good at. But I took the quiz and I actually got a better class. Transfiguration. The class of the greatest wizards. Dumbledore and McGonagall. Both Gryffindors, though, but they're honorary Slytherins. Come on, we all know that if you're good enough, you can become a Slytherin. Mm -hmm. As long as you're a pure book. <laughs> so, so Transfiguration, that would be the class I'd be best at, according to BuzzFeed. Okay. And uh, since I'm a naturally great wizard being a Slytherin, I'd be good at anything I take. I also thought, I thought it would be History of Magic, which, if you haven't read the books, is a super boring class that even Hermione can't stay awake in. But I'm a historian, so it probably works for me. Yeah. yeah. All right. Who is your favorite superhero? This this is really going along with the goth theme, I think. I love Batman, the dark and brooding Batman. You you mean you mean the Batman from the original TV show? Never seen it. Where where was Adam West? Adam West. Yeah, never seen it. That's Holy not, manhole, nah, Batman! Not, I, I like my Batman to be depressing. I like I like my Batman. Is so you like the Dark Knight? The Dark Knight and Ben Affleck's Batman is great too. I like my, he's on the end of his ropes. He's drinking and taking sleeping pills every night. That Batman. I like the poor mental health Batman. The sad, lonely, he's going to break your face. That Batman. That's not my favorite Batman. I, I like, like Adam West. <laughs> I like that Batman. So you can see why we differ on our opinion of superhero films. What superpower would you most want? I can't, I didn't want to go with rich like Batman. That's not a superpower. Um, that would be great. Money uh, is not a superpower. I almost said rock hard abs, but that doesn't seem like a, a superpower either. So I went with the actual superpower that I that I would want the most, Wolverine's healing ability. So why isn't Wolverine your favorite superhero? Well, you know, he's kind of cool. I like Hugh Jackman's portrayal of Wolverine, but... He's a little short for your taste. Yeah, Hugh Jackman's version's a little short for my taste as well. I want my Wolverine to be seven, eight foot tall, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I like Batman more as a kid. I never got into Wolverine. I feel like the X-Men movies were coming out. God, the first one came out in 2000, so we were four years old. I feel like maybe they were a little 
I wasn't able to watch them or something. I feel like I, I was I was shown Batman first, kind of gravitated towards that. Batman Beyond was, I think, my first introduction because I remember dressing up as that character when I was a little kid. So. And I have the picture of that. Yeah, it's not it's not great. I thought it looked cool when I was like four or five. So. Since you love Star Wars, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? Well, you know, as anyone who loves Star Wars, you have to hate half of it, okay? A true Star Wars fan only thinks there's one good Star Wars movie, okay? And the rest are subpar. And the only one good Star Wars movie, <laughs> as a true Star Wars fan, is Empire Strikes Back. I think we all know this. We I, all know. I agreed. She agrees with it, you know. Good taste this one has. That's why, that's why I keep her around. I, I like it the most because of the spiritual aspects he meets Yoda for the first time, and Yoda teaches him about the ways of the Force. And that's my favorite part of the Star Wars films, is learning about the ways of the Force. I think Seven's good too, but you don't like the new one. Seven's great. It used to be my second favorite Star Wars film, but since Eight and Nine have drugged Seven down below the darkest pits of this Earth, it can't be my second favorite anymore, because it's a waste of two hours. Alright, alright. So what color lightsaber would you have? Since you're a Slytherin, would it be red? No, uh, green actually, which goes on to Slytherin colors, but it would be green because in the movies, blue lightsabers seem to be the lightsabers of the warriors more so, like Obi-Wan or Anakin, the generals in the Clone Wars and stuff, and they seem to be the most warrioristic of the Jedi that we see, and green seems to be the more the learned Jedi, like Yoda or Qui-Gon. I feel like it's a history major, someone who's a, a lover, not a fighter. Uh-huh. I feel like that would be my color. I gravitate more towards that, but until we can actually go to the planet of Ilum and go into the Kaaba Crystal Caves and do the trials and have the crystal choose me, I won't know what my, my color truly is, but I think it would be green. Uh-huh. What? I kind of zoned out. You kind of zoned out? <laughs> I zoned out. <laughs> okay, we might, have a, we might have a title for the podcast, guys, so we'll, we'll see. I kind of zoned out. Alright, what's your favorite game, game series? Uh, I didn't chicken out like Courtney and pick the entire Legend of Zelda. I thought Breath of the Wild was my favorite. <laughs> my favorite game of all time, and I'm probably going to get some hate for this from internet people because it's fun to hate this game now apparently, is Skyrim. The greatest game to ever be made. Not technically, not story-wise, not graphically, not gameplay-wise, but it's my favorite game of all time. Because of just the amount of choices you have. You can be anybody you want to be in Skyrim. And there are hundreds of different ways to play it. I have put thousands of hours into Skyrim right now. I'd be a, a much more in-shape man if I if I didn't. I thought it was Witcher. I thought you liked Witcher the best. Uh, Witcher's more a story-based game. You know, it takes like 500 hours to beat the story of it. It's a better game in a lot of senses than Skyrim, but Skyrim you can just hop in and be anybody. You don't have to be Geralt of Rivia. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I didn't like it because there's just too much stuff. Yes. Too much stuff We're happening. the complete opposite. I, I want to have the option to do everything. Well, I like to do everything in games. I do all the side quests and everything, but it's just too much. Oh, you gotta do all these potion things and you gotta figure out what skill tree you want to do and like all this other stuff. It's annoying. I'd, I'd rather just play a, a little bit more simple of a game like Stardew Valley. <laughs> I don't know if Stardew's simple. It doesn't have skill trees, but it has a lot of systems. It has a lot of yeah. stuff in it, but it's enjoyable. And, I mean, you watch, like, one person play it on Twitch, and then you can go from there and be like, oh, I know a little bit of what to do. 
Well, I mean, I've, I've watched a lot of Skyrim content as well. So, just d- consumed it all. It's, it's, it's by far my favorite game. All right. So, what's your favorite gaming console? Unlike Courtney, who is influenced heavily by nostalgia, I feel, I live by the motto, you know, old game is old. I think the PlayStation 4 is my favorite gaming console because it has the best games on it. It's got God of War, Spider-Man, Horizon. Yes, you could play Skyrim on it. And I can't wait to play Skyrim on the PlayStation 10 30 years from now. Because Bethesda's never going to release another Elder Scrolls game. Yeah, so PlayStation 4 is my favorite gaming console. Because, you know, it's it's the newest one. It has the best games. What was your first gaming console? My first gaming console... Well, the first gaming console we had in the house was my dad's Sega Genesis. The first gaming console that was bought for me specifically was a PlayStation 2. I got it on my 6th birthday, 2002 or so, maybe 7th birthday, 2003. My grandfather brought it for me and it came, he got me a water jet ski racing game with it. Yeah, which my dad quickly brought other games like Torok and Grand Theft Auto for it. So we had, we had fun. We had fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, what's your favorite Pokemon? My favorite Pokemon is Cyndaquil. He's chubby. He has fire. I don't like his evolutions that much. But he is he is cute and he is on fire. I think Quillava and Typhlosion. I like. I think Quillava is the my in my opinion the best looking stage one. I really don't like the 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 tall lankiness of them. I wish they were fat and on full legs still. So kind of takes away Cyndaquil's cuteness, which is Quillava's on four legs. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, but he's drawn out, right? He's not as fat. Yeah. I like fat, chubby things, and, and it's just it's just not it, the, the other ones. So I like Cyndaquil the most. Typhlosion's kind of fat. He's tall. He, he stands on his two legs, don't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's so fat. I'm, I don't know. I don't like his evolution that much, but Cyndaquil, great Pokemon. Okay. What's your favorite Pokemon game? Oh, I've only played four Pokemon games. I played Heart Gold when it came out. I played Alpha Sapphire, which you gave me on the 3DS when you first started dating. I've played Let's Go Pikachu, and I've played Pokemon Sword. So since those are the only games I've played, my favorite one is Alpha. You played Shield, not Sword. I, yes, I played Shield. Never mind. They're basically the same game, then. I played Sword. Yes, that's why I... Whatever two Pokemon games get released, whatever the lesser version appears to be, that's the one I play. That's how this works. No, you said you liked the, sh- the Shield Pokemon better anyway, so it was fine. I'm lying to myself, guys. I'm lying to <laughs> myself. Anyways, Alpha Sapphire, I think, is my favorite Pokemon game. It has a lot of great in-game content. I think that's why I like it the most. You can catch pretty much any Pokemon in the game. You have, like, two dozen legendaries. Like, all the legendaries are in this game. So, I like the in-game content of Alpha Sapphire. It really keeps you engaged. So, I, I don't know. That, that's the, my favorite the, the trading, like, the wonder trading and the Pokemon, like, the GTS, those were really good in that game. I don't like it as much in um, Sword and Shield, mm. I think, with the trading aspect. But otherwise, it's it's pretty good. I have to say though, the the DLC for Sword and Shield, um, I think it's a good idea. I know some people hate on it, but I, I like the DLC. The first one was good. I'm excited for the second one. Most people were just like, I can't believe I gotta spend more money to get more Pokemon. To get more Pokemon, yeah, I think it's better than the newer version of the game coming out. Yeah, you know, so you build on the original one rather than that. All right, and let's get to the the fabled the fabled question eleven. All right, what's your favorite Disney princess? Belle. Belle's my favorite Disney princess. Why? Because she looks exactly like you. She is gorgeous. Yeah, I love Belle. Well, she's got blue eyes, I think. No, wait. Brown eyes? She might brown hair, brown eyes. But no, I mean, I like like girls who who read and 
all independent and all brunettes with brown eyes. And I like Belle. Belle's a, Belle's a cool princess. I, I like that that she she cares about people. Like, she cares about her dad. She cares about Beast. Mm. She doesn't want anybody to get hurt. Yeah. Except for Gaston. Mm. He's the worst. Mm. Yeah, Gaston. Gaston is, in fact, the worst. All right, guys. So that's, that's the topic of the show. And now we're going to move on to this section where we talk about what's coming up, games, or on streaming services. The ones that we think are interesting. This is going to be a... Is this just what we want to point out? This is, this is mostly Alex's list, but I have a, I have a, a little... I'm going to start it off. Cinderella, the 2017 version. The live-action one. The live-action one. That one's coming... Uh, came to Disney+. Plus. I think it's coming to Disney+, Plus, or it came out already. I think it's coming later this week. Later this week. Yeah. I actually thought that was a good movie. I think it builds off of the original Cinderella fairly well. Yeah. But I'm excited for that one. Yeah. And during, during our rewatch of animated Disney films, I'd never seen Cinderella before, but it got it got a pretty good score for me. I liked it a lot. It had a good slapstick comedy in it. So I haven't seen this live action one yet, but we'll have to watch it at some point. If anything like that, I'll be interested he, in it. He liked Cinderella because it reminded him of Tom and Jerry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, does this live action one have any of those Tom and Jerry aspects in it? I don't remember very mm. well. I, I know that the, the mice are a thing at some point, okay. but I feel like it focuses more so on the story, and you, I think you, it starts off with Cinderella's mom dying, so that's a little depressing. And doesn't the girl who plays Cinderella, isn't she Catherine the Great in a Hulu show? Is she? I, think, tell, I don't remember. I think she I is. honestly so, don't. so you guys should check out that Hulu show about Catherine the Great. It's called The Great as well. It's pretty good. Uh, it, it, I mean, it, it's been out for like a couple months now, but you guys should check it out. Not historically accurate, but no. fun. But fun. And Nicholas Holt. Don't watch it with your children. Don't watch it with your children. <laughs> there is much happening. Much happening. Next up, New Mutants, which was a film that was supposed to be released in theaters April 13th, 2018. It's supposedly coming out on August 28th. And I just want to give this film a shout out. Because I have never seen a film be hailed from at least so long and still supposedly coming out to theaters. I want to give a shout out to Macy Williams, who plays Arya Stark. She's in this, and if you want to see her play some type of mutant, check that out. I'm just It's going to be a train wreck, so if you like well, train wrecks, check it if out. It, if it's coming out, is it coming out in theaters? Yes. How? Somewhere, some way, is going to come out in theaters. It maybe, might, maybe in Europe. Well, no, AMC's opening up soon. The, well, that's not wise. Yeah, I don't think it's a good idea, but hey, listen, no one's going to go see this. So if you want to be safe and you want to go to the movies, go see New Mutants. You'll be the only one in the theater. Probably. Probably, yeah. so go check that out. Some notable game releases. I'm going to start this one off because I'm excited for this, that we don't own a PSVR, which we should, okay? You guys should go to Patreon. Join the community just to leave a comment and tell Courtney to buy a PSVR for the house. We really need one. Uh, I don't think so. I, the only thing I would use for a VR would be like to play the those like job simulator, job simulator. games. Okay, okay. Vacation simulator. Yeah. I want Beat Saber. Beat Saber's fun. There was that cute like mouse Moss. game. Yeah. Yes. Moss. I, could, I could maybe do that. Yeah. But anyways, Vader Immortal, a game where you play as Darth. Vader comes out August 25th on PlayStation VR, and I am so excited. And you do some pod racing, and you go, now this is pod racing. No, Darth, Darth Vader, not Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> you play as Darth Vader. You want to do some cool Darth Vader stuff? This game. So if you have a PSVR, check that out. Let me know. 
tell Courtney to buy a PSVR for the house. I will buy it. Just tell her to let me buy this thing so I can be Darth Vader. Now, what's, what's, what else is coming out there? What else we got on this list? So we got Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 4. That starts on August 27th. Mm. We played Fortnite for a little bit. Alex is getting back into it. I'm, I don't like the crafting aspect. Like, all, like not, not, not the crafting, but I guess the building. Yeah, like in the heat of the moment, trying to construct a fort pocket and shot I'm out. really bad at that. I yeah. really am. And it, th these younger people, they're so much better at it. <laughs> and then I just get sniped. Yeah. I don't know. I like some of the changes they made. I like the experience bar for the season pass now. I like discovering the map. Some of the challenges are fun. So I'm getting back into it a little bit. I've been doing pretty well. Came in second. Uh, never won a battle royale in my life, no matter what I've played, never I won. I think I came in second once. Second place. That is the new first. You heard it here at Nerds at Odds, guys. <laughs> but yeah, so if you guys are interested in that, uh, they have driving now in cars, which is interesting. But real quick, while we're on this Fortnite, what do you think about this free Fortnite thing where they're going after Apple and Google because they booted them off the App Store for... I mean, you know, it. I understand where Google and Apple are coming from. Because they're like, oh, well, you can buy the stuff from us, and it'll be cheaper. And then Apple and Google are like, well, your game's free anyway. This is the only way we're making money, you know? Yeah, I think, I don't know. I think Fortnite's trying to get some publicity off of this. I think that's... Maybe their numbers are going down? Yeah, I think it's more why they're trying, they're like making a big deal out of this. Because those, Apple and Google give them the platforms and the infrastructure to support the game on those systems, you know? PlayStation and Xbox also take 30% of all sales Fortnite makes from expansion packs and V-Buck buys and whatnot, and you don't see them getting upset about that either. You know, like, Fortnite's not making a big hullabaloo about that, so... I don't know, maybe it's something in their contract with Google or Apple that changed... Maybe. Also, interestingly enough, PlayStation owns a percentage of Fortnite because they own part of Epic Games now, so that might be... That might play into it. Possibly. I think they bought like 1% of Epic Games for like hundreds of millions of dollars. So they just want some of that sweet money. And lastly, the last thing that's coming out, uh, Hitman 1 and 2, the Eidos games, are coming to Stadia on September 1st. If you play Stadia and you listen to this podcast, please let me know. I just want to know who's playing Stadia out there. Uh, it didn't work well on my internet. I, th I think we have bad internet. We have, we, have pretty, we have 100 megabyte per second down. Yeah, but like sometimes it just won't work. Yeah. I, do, I, do, I don't think our internet's good we don't, for we don't streaming games. Yeah, we don't live in like a big city. So if you if you have live in like a city with better internet infrastructure, it might work for you. But Hitman 1 and 2 are great games. People love them. Courtney watches Achievement Hunter play them a lot. Yeah, they're, so, they're, they're, they're fun to Yeah, they're, they're entertaining. So check that out if you have Stadia. Hitman 3 is coming out next year i think maybe 2022 so look into that and now on to the questions comments and concerns portion of the podcast which we don't have we any don't right have now. none but this <laughs> is another moment that i would like to remind you all that you can go over to patreon.com dash nerds at odds to support us over there at the one dollar five dollar ten dollar or above level whatever you want to and it really helps support the channel out you can get the episodes early four days early and you can get it ad-free when we have ads. The Patreon episodes will be ad-free. And you can submit your questions, comments, and concerns. So be sure to go over there and check us out. This is just your daily reminder to do that. 
Kida's Corner, brought to you by our cat, Kida. Yeah, she's an adorable five-year-old ragdoll cat. She's currently in a box right now because that's what she likes. Mm -hmm. She would like you to know to spay and neuter your pets and maybe look into adopting pets from shelters instead of going out and buying them from people who breed. If you want to go over to Patreon, we'll post some pictures of her. She, she's adorable. And now, in closing thoughts, fact of the day. You got anything interesting for us or interesting fact of the day? So we found out that Chris Evans, when he is being Captain America in the end credit scene of the Avengers movie, the, the first Avengers movie, when they're sitting down, they're eating some shawarma, he was actually wearing a wig and a prosthetic chin during that scene because... He had already cut his hair and grew out a beard to go be in a different movie. And they were like, hey, we need to, the, to film this scene. Come on, Chris Evans. And he's like, I've got, I've, I've shaved my head and the beard. And they're like, ah, we'll fix it. <laughs> yeah, which, which, I wonder how much that prosthetic chin cost. And I wonder how much, like, how good it looked. Because I'm wondering why they didn't do this option for Henry Cavill in the original Justice League film. Like, how, how, much, how much could it have cost? The, the reason is because they're like, oh, well, we have the technology now. It'd probably look good if we do the thing. And it didn't. But it's like it's like when we watch Dinosaur and, oh. and people are like, oh, visually, that movie will never be a disappointment. It's like, um... Yeah, D Disney's Dinosaur from 2001. One. I don't know, somewhere around it, it was fully CGI, but they made the horrible choice to make the backgrounds live-action backgrounds and then play CGI dinosaurs. At least some of them were live-action. Yeah, and it's the, the movie wasn't bad story-wise, character-wise, but it's awful to look at. Like, I don't think you could get a kid these days to sit through it. You you can get used to it after a time, but starting, starting the movie is a little rough. Yeah, yeah especially when they have, like, real eggs, like prop real-life eggs, and then they have this CGI dinosaur try to interact with these prop real-life eggs, and it's... And, and the lemur's fur looks really bad. Yeah. But, but but the reviews, like, the critic reviews for that movie are like, oh, so good visually, and, like, it, it, it wasn't. I wonder, because we're going to do an MCU watch-through once we finish the Disney animated films, kind of on the topic of Chris Evans plus that chin. Do you think some of these films are going to look dated when we go back? I'm sure Hulk will. Yeah, Hulk, um, Hulk I haven't and, uh, seen Hulk in forever. Yeah, it's 12 years old. But I love old. Edward Norton. It's, it's as old as Iron Man. I don't remember Abomination looking good in 2008. So. I, I don't remember anything from that movie. <laughs> uh, are, we are doing the MCU, though, and we're not doing any of the like fan four stick. Yeah, yeah, no, none of the non-MCU films. So okay. we're not going to watch fan four stick. Because I watched that one, and yeah. gosh, it was bad. We're not going to watch the other Fantastic Four films or... Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. We'll, we'll watch those later. We'll watch it in our own time. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what we can do. So so stay tuned for that when you want us to talk about twenty-year-old superhero movies that we will watch the original <laughs> Superman. Maybe not the original, but the the the, the one yeah. I grew up watching, well, not have, like the TV show. I have an idea for a topic, and you guys can let me know if this is a good idea or not. We should watch the Fantastic Four movie they filmed in the '90s, but never released. And we should watch Fans Four Stick and see which one's worse. Can we watch it? It's on YouTube, yes. Is so, it free? Yes. For what you forgot for all you who don't know, Fox, in order to continue to own Fantastic Four as a brand, Fox has to make a fan well, before they were bought by Disney, they had to make a Fantastic Four movie every couple of years to retain the license. 
So to keep the Fantastic Four licensed, they made a Fantastic Four movie in the mid-90s with a budget of $1 million and never released it. And I hope you guys can imagine what it looks like, and it's worse. The CGI effects on these things are worse. It's on YouTube, you guys want to watch this. It's from the mid-90s. It's a Fantastic Four movie. We should watch that and see if it's better than Fan Stick. That could be a fun topic. We'll, we'll see. We'll Perfect. See. You guys have to tell us if you want that or not, because that's going to be some serious torture. I don't know if I want to, to watch bad things on purpose for no apparent reason. I want to thank you guys for watching or listening. Yeah, we... we or you could, you could, we're all on YouTube, but the only, it's just an audio with the, with our logo. So you could technically watch us if you're into that. I made the logo, by the way. Yeah, yeah, Courtney made all the logos that are on Patreon and YouTube and all that. You can see our Nerds at Oz logos or the Patreon tier logos. The goals, let's talk about the goals on Patreon real quick. Okay. We have three goals set right now for 100 patrons. Once we get there, we'll start a book movie or like game of the week or month club depending on how long the the content is of your patreon you can interact with that so if that's something you're excited about go over and subscribe and tell your friends or your family if you want to get that book game movie club started go do that at 500 we're going to start a patreon exclusive podcast and that will probably be where we do these discussions in-depth discussions of franchises and ranks or grades like or something along those lines. Best Marvel movie, best Disney movie. Yeah, let's 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 rank best all Pixar. all forty Disney animated things or something. That would probably be that type of content. So if you guys are interested in that, go over and let's hit that five hundred number. And then at a thousand patrons, we have merch and there'll be Patreon exclusive shirts and discounts. And I think our first show will probably be the icon that's for the knights right now. $1 are Initiates, $5 are Adventurers, $10 are Alchemists, and $25 are Knights, $50 are Legends, and Courtney went all out on this Knights logo. It's got like the coat of arms and the Knights helmet and some cats holding up the coat of arms. They're really cute. And I think that'll probably be the first shirt once we hit a thousand Patreon exclusive shirt. If you're interested in that, go over there and sign up for that as well. We want to thank you guys for listening. Stay tuned till next week. Like I said, this show goes live on Monday for patrons, and then it goes live on Friday on all the other podcast services around the world. It, Not all of them, but a, a, a good portion. Every single one that I could figure out how to get it on. Uh, <laughs> by the time you listen to this on the free feeds, it should be on Apple Music, Spotify, and Google Play. It should be. But if not, you can check us out on SoundCloud, CastBox, or YouTube. Or patreon.com slash notes at odds if you want to become part of the community. So thank you, and we'll see you guys next week. Have a great day.